Hearts. Welcome to the Normalizing Average Podcast. Join us as we dive into the stories behind the people who have overcome setbacks to achieve success, celebrating the average moments on the path to extraordinary results. Let's go. <laughs> so I think we should uh, dive into talking about bosses, even though you and I currently don't have one, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we have a history of long history of having bosses yeah and let's like share what makes them good what what makes them bad okay do you have a bad boss I have a couple yeah yeah I have a couple um that were just like not bad they were doing their best they just maybe weren't meant for that role that is a beautiful way to say that (laughs) such a dick or she was awful or whatever it's like A, everyone's doing their best, maybe just not the best time for them in that role, or they weren't yeah. given the tools for success that they Yeah, exactly. Needed. That's a good prep yeah. for this. Yeah. 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 Um, tell me about your bad boss. Well, I think they're just, I'm going to pick, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to pick it from a couple and just like the, the talk about the traits that are maybe like mm-hmm. not ideal. Cause I kind of want to keep it anonymous. Um, uh, but like, I like, can't wait from, in my head. I'm like, I know who it is. I hate mine. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll tell you exactly. Yeah. No. <laughs> just, yeah. No, I, um, no. Yeah. Like great people, just like really interesting qualities. Um, but anything from like micromanaging yep. and then in the same week, like zero communication, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, like what is happening? All that? or nothing. And then everyone will agree with this is this like lack of payment on time, like and grossly outside of the appropriate amount of time. Yeah. 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 That one's yeah. wild. That goes beyond labor laws. And that's just, yeah, <laughs> <I think. laughs> yeah that's, Ooh, that makes me cringe. Like yeah. people yeah. and you hear about that in the, I've heard about that a little bit. I spent a lot of time in the service industry, which actually surprisingly most of my bad bosses, and I haven't had many, but don't come from that because you're yeah. usually nice working as a collaborative yes. team. Then you also have the owner who can be so fantastic, owner of the restaurant, mm-hmm. bar, whatever, or who's totally disconnected and yes, like out to lunch. Um, yeah. But what was I going to say? Oh yeah, the terrible stories about people like waiting to get their tips, like getting their tips pooled or taken away from them until like a incentivized later time I don't know I'm like not a professional in labor laws in Canada so I don't know if that's legal or not but when I hear that that is awful because you're paid below minimum wage as a server and that's duh everybody relies on their tips that's the that's the thing that's the Mm -hmm. reason why you're working your ass off in the job but yeah. yeah I hear I hear about that in the service industry sometimes and those restaurants I'm like that's bananas to me is that for tip pooling because I when I was a server it was typically you just like cashed out and then you kept what was ever was extra and so it, you had it that day but I wonder if it's like a like a tip pooling situation where a whole restaurant splits everything you know that uh, that's one of the cases I heard about recently Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but where you pool you'll be on the same shift with somebody and you pool all of your tips and then so what mm-hmm. happens is you'll have somebody working really hard yeah like it's spicy somebody not working that hard because yeah. what does it matter and then all their tips mm-hmm. go into one bucket and then they get split which is different yeah. from tipping out so tipping out would be yes, okay, 20 percent my tip to the, kitchen. Yeah. to the kitchen to whatever which is a totally different thing 
Um, mm -hmm. And I don't disagree with that either, but it all depends on how many, like how people are getting paid, right? Like if you're mm -hmm. a server and you're getting paid half of what minimum wage is, like then, yeah. and the kitchen staff is not, and they're getting paid minimum yeah. wage, then how, anyway, you get into the whole metal debate. Do it's you been think a really long time since I was in the service industry, but I heard about that. We're going to go crazy. We're going to go micro tangent here. Do yeah. you think servers should be paid differently? Like, do you think, or sorry, do you think tips should be eliminated from the Canadian system? That's a hard one. Mm -hmm. You'd have to pay people a lot. That's the hard problem. Yeah. You, could, you couldn't afford mm -hmm. them. That's a, actually, that's for, that, I feel like that's almost simple is yeah. the average restaurant owner. So a restaurant on average, and this is because Scott's an M&A, um, yeah. so on average makes a very low profit margin or yeah. if you don't know what you're doing or you're new or whatever, or you're going through a downturn, you're losing money. So mm -hmm. they're, they operate like in the around 5% as a profit mm -hmm. margin, which is not a lot of money to take home for a business. Yeah. It's a lot of work. A lot of people get into the restaurant industry because they think they can do it or they served or managed or whatever. And they're like, I'll make so much money. And I, they kind of see margins, but some people make more of course, but on average, it's very low profit margin, high work, high stress, but um, mm -hmm. high turnover staff. Aside from that, you just can't afford to pay people what they would make because some servers will make like $300 a night or maybe. Yeah, more. like you're making $20, $30, $40 an hour. Yeah. Like it just wouldn't be sustainable as a business model to pay yeah. people what, they, what it requires for them to do the job. That's yes. what I think, like, as a person who spent my youth serving, you know, yeah, um, and bar and bartending, that's the biggest draw. Like I would go into work, I'd bartend and I'd go into work at 10 o'clock at night and work till mm -hmm. four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And you're like cleaning up after the bar at 4 a.m. All your friends came in and partied and you're hustling and you're, I was happy, so happy to do it. I loved it being yeah. an extrovert. And yes. also making money. I'm like, I'm yeah. here, I'm at the bar and I'm printing cash right now. Yes. And you walk out with like 500 bucks uh -huh. in your pocket and it was the best. But like, mm -hmm. there's no way the nights that, and then this is bad bosses, bad jobs. Yeah. You that I worked where you didn't make that money, you didn't have that volume, you'd have a boss. Yeah. But like, I'd, I had a boss in the restaurant industry once who would, actually take tables in my section because they were her oh. friends I'm like come on like it's already dead yeah. in here and you're gonna actually take these tables because it's your friends so that they'll tip you more or whatever and yeah. oh, and you're the manager so you actually get paid more to be here and you can't aren't like aren't supposed to have be tipped basically yeah. you're exempt from tipping yeah so that's yeah. sucked and that yeah. was that was probably the only restaurant bar experience job that I worked at that I actually hated was, yeah and it was partially because of the manager yeah I'm yeah I remember getting a job at a pub and being put after having like the best other restaurant gig mm -hmm. and then getting put on the bar and it was like day service and it was like lunch whatever and it was like oh it's just yeah yeah not the fairness and yeah that's all I gotta say about that yeah, you'll see Just like really, the different positions. You'll see really fast how many people do not want or have no interest in serving and bartending if you were to pay them honestly even, true. Yeah, if you were to pay the minimum wage or even 20 bucks an hour nowadays, I feel like is 
well for, even, a, for um, a person in their 20s yeah like, uh this is a, a lot of work for not a lot of money when i was a server in australia like i was getting 20 dollars an hour but that was in the like early 2000s and yeah. i think i don't know what their minimum wage is or if that's just like a server thing but there's no tipping there and so i wonder what it would be currently it'd be good to um, yeah google that <laughs> opposite end of that I was in the states talking to a friend also like in the 2000s <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> um sorry and their minimum wage was like their servers made like four or six dollars yeah. an hour it was like insane I'm like you can't even like a breakfast eat at McDonald's for that much that's insane no. yeah yeah exactly what breakfast waitress where there's no booze markup you know there's you're selling coffees and pancakes and it's like the bill's three dollars yeah. what, what's how is that gonna work Totally. Actually, unless yeah. I will say this about breakfast because I've done breakfast. My favorites are breakfast and bar because yeah. turnover. So oh, you're yeah. like, that's the thing. Yeah. Breakfast. If you're at like a greasy spoon, whatever, yeah. like high turnover, high turnover, yeah, high true. turnover. And sometimes those lower bills with high turnover. So if you think about buying a beer at a bar um, and you tip 50 cents or a dollar on a $5 yeah. beer, or true. you have a $120 meal and they'll tip sometimes like 10 or 20 bucks mm -hmm. so there's like a massive disproportionate amount there for the amount of work yeah. that it took you so you might do that 120 dollar bill and that's you'll have two or three of those you could all night you mm -hmm. know whereas you'll serve how many beers how many cocktails oh, yeah. at a buck a piece or 50 cents a piece and you're yeah that's what i loved or a like 10 dollar bill still feels appropriate to tip like two or three bucks yeah you're like yeah, yeah. okay and but you, you're turning that over and over and over so that's what i would say about high turnover is where money money's made yeah in my opinion i always liked it better than uh doing fine dining but right yeah so that's yeah. a different beast it is a different beast for sure yeah what is your story or highlights <laughs> of your bad boss okay i have a bad boss story <laughs> that i have shared <laughs> before anyways i worked pre-bar industry um when i was like 17 through to into college um at a skateboard shop which you wouldn't think you'd have a bad boss necessarily but this was a, ch a very small chain so one owner and he just was i think the thing part of the thing is is feeling like you're working hard and you're invisible so being feeling devalued or just yeah. not valued i think is a core issue for people because exactly. and that's an intrinsic motivator so you could talk about mm -hmm. intrinsic versus extrinsic motivators and this is now you're into the like leadership 101 if you want to motivate people you can motivate them extrinsically which is a job title or pay is an extrinsic motivator benefits is an extrinsic motivator um freaking pizza parties <laughs> <laughs> extrinsic motivator all those things work in a very short term so it's like great yes. thanks for the party and then a month later they're like i don't want to be here I like i just threw you jerks a party and i gave you a raise <laughs> and I, I gave you a hat you and you got your hat and <laughs> like shame. yeah those are extrinsic and they work for a very short period of time so yeah that's why people get frustrated it's like i just gave you and i've heard this story so much i just gave them a raise and they yes. want to quit i'm like yeah it's because that raise bought you i don't know a month maybe yeah and I'll tell you what part of the issue is that um, I, I've found personal ex professional experience is what I've found 
is that by the time an employee is fighting for a raise and you uh-huh. give them the raise, yeah, it doesn't have the same effect that you think it will have because they felt like it was already owed to them. Yes. So that raise to you is like, I just gave them a bump, but for them, they're like, I already earned this and I should have been making it in the first place, or I should have been and making the, this six months ago. So and now the courage to- I'm at, I'm at, I'm at neutral as yes. far as pay goes. I was, I was low paid. Now I'm at neutral paid. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not increased. I'm just where I should have been. So then you would have to almost like pay them Double again. Or, yeah. but mm-hmm. I tell people if you, Makes sense. yeah. And that's why it doesn't, that's why it often doesn't work for people because they have to beg for it or ask yes. for it or plead their case. Or get the courage to have asked for it, you know? Yeah. And they feel like it was already owed to them. So yeah. they're like, well, that's just what I should have been making. So you actually didn't do me any favors. I'm still doing you a favor. That's the mind. That's the mindset. Mm-hmm. Whereas I tell people, I'm like, if you think somebody's worth more money, pay them that way before they ask, just pay them. I think you're worth $20 an hour. Maybe you're making 15, like maybe it's a massive raise, but if they're a really good employee, they work their butt off, they're loyal, Mm -hmm. they're they're good at their job, just pay them more money and then they'll feel appreciated. So this was me. I was paid like $12 an hour because also in 2000s, (laughs) (laughs) when we had when, when we had, had jobs and bosses. Yeah, and bosses and I was like 16 and then I was promoted here it is I was promoted to manager of a store and you're left totally on your own which wasn't the worst thing ever it's like skate shop you could grow out with your friends or whatever but I took it seriously because I'm a like hard little worker. hard worker yeah yeah I was raised by like Italian dad you work you hustle whatever Big like time. I wasn't okay. I wasn't a slacker um and I'm like doing everything that involves managing a store. And this is first year of university. So you're like, yeah, 19, 20. You don't know anything. You think you know everything. But yeah, he just like, honestly, in five years, I don't think the owner of the store, I probably saw him 10 times. I don't think he ever even learned my name. I'm working for you. Like he would come in and be like, hi, I'm bleep. And I'm like, isn't that humanitarian <sighs> basics? I'm like, Eve. I've worked for you at two of your locations now. I run this location for five years. That is brutal. You want to see like loyalty go down the tr- tube? You want to see employees go up? Forget yes. their name. Yes. They work for you. Exactly. <laughs> and then oh I found out that another manager doing the exact same job at another store was getting paid more. And I uh-huh. asked for more money and they said, no, I'm like, Hey, I'm doing Bye. the same job. And I would appreciate, like, let's talk about making the same amount that you're paying this guy over here. I think it was, I was making like $10 an hour and mm-hmm. they were making 12, something like that. Uh-huh. No, like, I hate, I what hate was, <laughs> what was the timeline of you asking for a raise and not getting it from when you left? Probably a year. Oh yeah. Okay probably a lot they probably they, yeah but that was only because the a lot of resentment. job I really liked yeah because I was but I was like you're with your crew snowboard shop yeah. skate shop like so if I didn't okay. like the job obviously you of course there in a second yeah though so it was lack of management lack of leadership lack, lack of, of value lack of caring yeah. lack of pay <laughs> all fun, of it fun job for your 20 yeah dang yeah yeah, for a 20-year-old, yeah. 
That's my whole I love those dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to tell more about your horrible bosses? Mm, what else stuck out nothing. for you? I mean, I just think about the range of bo- like jobs working at a water slides with like zero training, just getting thrown into the job like at a till I'm like managing money and people paying and I'm like I don't I'm just out of high school I don't know how this works like and it's like I couldn't find the manager or the owner and people are asking me first I was like I've been here for a day yeah (laughs) it's my first day yeah it's like the Simpsons it's my first day it's my first day it's like near 20 years (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) um nothing else is standing out just sort of I yeah there's been enough time between me and my bosses having bosses that I'm just like yeah moved on (laughs) okay let's do a how to be an awesome boss recap Mm -hmm. um yeah value people learn their names learn their name (laughs) just (laughs) pay them appropriately Mm -hmm. train them so give them the tools for success what else I also find that don't micromanage, but don't under micromanage. Yeah. Or even, yeah just treat them how, how they're presenting. Like, do they need support? Do yeah. they need less managing? You know, just like read the room, read the room, <laughs> meet people where they're at knowing that. Yeah. So, and this is one that autonomy, autonomy is yeah. a big one. Yeah. This one that frustrates me is if you hire a person because for a lower wage, and I've dealt with this as well with consulting, if you hire a person um, who is less skilled because you want to pay them less. So they're like, I'll bring mm-hmm. in an, ent- an entry-level person into this job, whether the job is entry-level or not, and think that they're going to have all the tools for success and you won't need to fill in that gap yourself. You are mm-hmm. extremely like misinformed so that's Mm -hmm. one that's one thing I I I deal with I've dealt with before and it's well I hired this person for like 16 this 20 year old for 16 dollars an hour and you know she's worked for me for three months and she can't do the job or or I have to keep helping her like well yeah like you didn't hire a person for 40 dollars an hour who's done the job before who's a professional in their field who has Mm -hmm. a niche in that and and experience in that area you chose the person at a fraction of the cost yeah. And you're going to have to make up that gap. Yeah. So just either choose to pay them more, like pay the person who can walk into a job and do that job, which by the way, you want, yeah. <laughs> but in most <laughs> cases <laughs> come is more money. And so people mm-hmm. are getting a deal, but what they don't realize is it costs them time. Uh-huh. Like you can, you, but you have to put in the time way more time, but don't mm-hmm. expect, and then really have a good system for providing tools for success. So this was that like not having systems and clarity in what the role entails, how to do that job correctly. That's a huge people feeling like they can master and have and have six job success. That's a huge intrinsic motivator. Mm-hmm. So a demotivator for a lot of people then on the other side of that is feeling like they're never going to be caught up they're never and they're never going to be successful at their current job regardless of what that job is if they feel like they're constantly set up to fail that's a demotivator and that's one that they might not a lot of people might not realize is happening that it's like hey you keep changing the system there is no system yeah dealing with these problems here I'm never going to everybody wants to achieve 
um, like they want to be a professional in what Mm -hmm. they're doing. They want to be good at what they do and Mm -hmm. achieve success that way. And if their job and their manager or their boss isn't providing them the tools to do a really good job, then yeah, yeah, you'll, that's where you'll find that person starting to check out and want to leave. And another demotivator is lack of growth potential. I think Mm -hmm. when you're kind of stuck at a certain level and there's not a place you can aspire to grow to, you know, if you're like, Oh, this is just the level that I'm going to be at for the next 20 years. You're like, yeah, it's not some people, it just doesn't work for them. Yeah. And some people are fine with that, but it's, I think it's knowing it's clarity. Yeah. Like I have my three C's of leadership, culture, clarity, caring. And that's part Mm -hmm. of clarity too, is knowing, okay, what does my life look like in this role? And you could work for, and there's a lot of jobs like that in this town. Like if you work for a major industry, um, logging industry, CE yeah. would be an example of that. Yeah. It's consistent and reliable mm-hmm. and very clear. It's like, this mm-hmm. is exactly what my life is going to be like. Yes. When I'm going to retire, this is what my job is going to be like. I am totally okay without yeah. having upward mobility or different mobility. Yeah. I'll leave if I want to, if that's not enough for me but at least I know exactly what my future looks like and this well said. Com- the future of this company looks like and that's a individual difference yes. of what their needs are they might have you know and then you could and then you can plan accordingly you're like okay I have this job it's not going anywhere and my pay isn't going anywhere it's actually paid very well maybe it's maybe I'm bored maybe it's mundane maybe it's whatever maybe I love it because it is consistent and it's I'm in a uh, a known known um, mm-hmm. and I can then go and buy the boat that I want to buy or buy the yeah. toy or whatever knowing that that's not going to get taken away from me my job isn't just going to disappear overnight or whereas if you have people who and this happens a lot in small business you don't because there might not be a lot of upward mobility because it's like you can visibly see the chain of command and it ends with the owner yes <laughs> right there so unless you buy in which also is a thing but it's like, okay, well, that's where I'm going to go. Then yeah, how long yeah. are you going to stay there? But what's the vision? Mm-hmm. What is What does it look like for that person? Right. Um, we've yeah. hired people knowing that it's a stepping stone for them. Right. Okay. In, that, in our old company, I was like, and that yeah. I found was a good way to approach it and to get really good staff is, is like asking them, what do you want out of your career? Like, what are your goals? We can yeah. provide like, a stepping stone for that if you're looking to get here we can be step one and step two and then you yeah. will ha- move on and go do step three and four really cool and somewhere else at another company and that's okay because we still might have you hopefully for yeah four or five years and once again that's that clarity that brings a lot of peace mm-hmm. with it, it really mm-hmm. does yeah if it's unclear people need to know yeah, they do. on some rudimentary level even if they where you're going. even if they don't even know even if they don't think they don't need to know you know it's like yeah yeah there's not a lot of people and those people who don't need the clarity which I don't know if that who that is um don't stay in jobs long anyway exactly yeah like, that's exactly it you're in a transient nature because your clarity is a personal clarity of let's say yes. I don't know I'm thinking of like the nomad yeah person. living here for three months and I need to buy some gas to get out of here yeah. I don't need a vision from you. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I just need to like <laughs> I make X amount of dollars a day to pay off my past and live my life. And yeah. then I'm out and, like, and then I'm going to buy go, beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do my career mm-hmm. another time in my life. In 10 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
yeah, yeah. that's that human mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which i've been that human i'm like i'm not 100 i was yeah i was that human for a while mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well this yeah. is good great thanks for sharing oh uh, thank you for sharing good bosses bad bosses they exist share your stories if anybody's yes. listening and has a story um or even just an idea what made a uh, person that you work for the best ever that you mm. would recommend five stars or yeah. kind of kind of the worst knowing that they were just to reiterate your comment at the start they were doing their yeah. best yeah yeah which isn't necessarily your best but it is yeah. their best it's the best they could do mm-hmm and and also any other comment or um topics you want us to cover yeah mention them we're here all day not actually but (laughs) yeah i cut i cut you off you're gonna say something um i was gonna say that was a big and oh giving oh i just had a thought that is some manager compassion is to remember that and this was on the if you do have a, a boss who's not you're not extremely satisfied with you know um they're human but also they might not they have a boss sometimes they have a boss yeah right and so if your manager they might not have the tools needed to be successful to manage you correctly and like part of that is and this is like the last psa i'll put in is if you have managers you also need to set time in there job and in their role for them to actually manage people mm-hmm. as opposed to a lot of times managers it's like well I, they have like 17 jobs still yeah especially if it's a small growing company and then they're failing to manage their team well it's because there's no time allocated to manage it's all yes. work job. like busy yeah. work or whatever but you need time to actually if you're going to manage people mm-hmm. in air quotes um, you need to communicate and connect with them. And if a manager doesn't have time to do that, then yeah, they're yeah. going to be ineffective. And that might not yeah. be, have anything to do with their, that might not be their fault. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Sweet. Well, okay. thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks, Amy. <laughs> yeah. Thank All you. Right. Thanks, guys.